Hey y'all, it's Dr. MC and I am here with a bonus episode. So, um, as some of you all probably have noticed, episodes have slowed down a little bit. Um, and if you've been able to check out the latest episode, you'll know that it's because obedience is greater than sacrifice. And I was told to cut the episodes down. So here we are. Um, but I wanted to do a bonus episode because this thing has been pressing on me so heavy and like, I feel like I've talked about it several different times on my social pages and it just like, I can't shake it. So I'm going to come on here and talk about it as well. Um, but I want to talk about, you know, with the kingdom of God, like what it means to inherit the kingdom of God, how as believers we can live lives so that we are walking in our inheritance and, you know, some of the, not warning signs, but some of the things that we need to let go of and get rid of. So honestly, this episode is more of a like, hey, get yourself together, govern thyself accordingly, <laughs> get your lives in order. Um, but it's also, you know, a good refresher for those of us who have been, you know, walking with Christ for quite some time or more mature spiritually to go, you know what, I, that I needed that reminder. I needed that pick me up. I needed that refresher so that I can continue pressing forward and doing the work that God has called me to do. So I'm going to open with prayer real quick and then we'll get into it. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come to you and explore your wor word. Uh, we thank you for allowing us to have this space to discuss all the things that you would like us to examine in terms of culture and wellness and how your son Jesus feels about all of those things, because we know you sent him as a sacrifice for our souls. So God, we ask that you be with us and that you just make this message clear and prick our hearts, convict us to turn away from those things that aren't like you so that we can walk in the inheritance that you have for us here. We love you, Lord. We honor you. And we ask all these things in your son, Jesus name. Amen. Okay. So, um, the kingdom of God, I know for myself, I have heard that term for quite some time. Um, I've been saved since I was 12, uh, but I've been in church for most of my life and I, for the longest time, didn't understand what this whole like kingdom of God thing meant. Um, I always thought that it meant heaven, like the kingdom of God is in heaven. So why are people talking about you can't inherit it if you're saved? Um, and so it took me years to figure out like the kingdom of God is a way of living and I'm still learning. So let me be we transparent in the above land, right? So let me be transparent in saying that I'm still studying. I'm still learning this. But what my understanding and knowledge has grown, my wisdom has grown um, by way of the Holy Spirit to understand that the kingdom of God is something that we can inherit right now. We can live in and we can experience every day that we have life here on earth. Uh, it's just it's not just something that's reserved specifically for heaven. OK, so when thinking about that, uh, the thing that God has been pressing on me is 
this whole pattern of sin, like this lifestyle of sin that people engage in. And God reminded me of a season that I had. And I say had because it's past tense. Thank God for Jesus. Um, Because the only way I overcame that was through him. Counselor with all the skills, been in church for quite some time. Uh, had believers all around me, parents, I believe it's a whole nine. It took the blood of Jesus to save me from this. <laughs> so um, I want y'all to understand a couple of things by this uh, around this bonus episode, excuse me. Um, but I also want you to know that this is not an episode where I am condemning folks like that's not my place. Um, the Bible is clear about there being no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, um, but I also know that it's important for us as believers to sharpen one another and to edify and build each other up. And so this is part of that. Um, so there was a season where I was engaged in habitual sin and couldn't get out of it, like understood that. You know, repentance meant don't do it again. Um, Didn't have a clear understanding of the you turn away from it. Like meaning you get yourself out of situations and away from people and circumstances that might tempt you to go back to that sin. Um, And didn't clearly understand that, you know, saying, Lord, forgive me is the first step, but it's not the only step to repentance. So. Spent a lot of time like, oh, my gosh, wallowing in guilt and self-pity because, um, you know, I would go to church on Sundays and I would feel bad about what I did throughout the week that I knew God wasn't happy with. Um, But also felt frustrated because I'm like, I'm trying my best. I'm putting all my counselor skills to use. Um, I'm praying, I'm fasting and nothing is changing. Like it's so hard for me to let go of this sin. Uh, and there were a couple, it wasn't just like one thing, like there was a couple of things. Um, and so, um, I had to, you know, really examine that. And God has brought that back to my recollection because this is a season where I am serving women in particular who are in that place right now. And one of the things that I always um, bring to God is like, man, I wish I had somebody that would have looked at me in that season and said, uh, sister girl, uh, stop. (laughs) Like what you're doing is not okay. You know, God doesn't like this. Like, come on, like do better, do better. Um, and, you know, would have sat down and related to me like, you know, I, I struggle with this, too, or I'm struggling with it as well. So let's be accountable together. And I really didn't honestly have that. Like, I have a lot of wonderful Christian mentors. I have a lot of wise counsel. I have a lot of just wonderful, loving friends and family that love God. Um, but at that stage in my life, I didn't have that kind of direction and that kind of um, sisterhood, uh, mentorship, like that just, it wasn't present. 
And so, you know, my prayer right now is that God will allow me to continue to walk in that space and fill that void and fill that gap. Because I imagine there are other women who, you know, will listen to this um, and have had that experience, too. So are, are having it right. So um, in this season, I the sins that I particularly struggled with were sexual immorality um, and I'm listing out like the sins in the Bible because I've also learned when talking about the kingdom of God, like you don't want to sugarcoat sin and by making it sound like some, or giving it another name. So um, and instead of, uh, you know, saying that I was out here being fast or whatever. Uh, no, I was fornicating. <laughs> That's what the Bible says it is. It's, a, it's sexual immorality. It's a sin. Um, and outburst of anger like rage and anger and like that those were like the ones that I was like you know what y'all my partners in crime and we balling together right so um again in that season I spent months and months and weeks and weeks just like okay I'm I'm back in a pattern of sin I'm back in a pattern of fornicating and it's, you know, again, I wasn't calling it that I was like, oh, you know, I'm in a relationship. And so this is what I'm doing in the relationship. And I would make excuses like, well, it's not that big of a deal because God knows my heart. Um, God knows that I'm trying to stop. And it is just very difficult. It's very hard to stop. Uh, I'm going to church. I'm tithing, I'm giving offering, I'm volunteering. Like I would make all kinds of excuses. Like, Lord, look, I'm doing all these good things for you. So like almost asking him to like ignore it until I was ready to change. Um, so, you know, y'all know I'm a singer, right? So uh, Naomi Rain has a song, I'm Not Ready. And it's one of my favorite songs because it really speaks to where I was at in that season. Like, God, I'm not ready to change. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to. I know this is not your will for me, but I'm not ready to change. Like I'm enjoying this. Um, and even when I stopped enjoying it and I felt guilty, I was afraid to go to God. I was afraid to say, Lord, I can't fix it. I can't stop. And I need your help. Um, I had at one point uh, adopted all of this religious foolishness. And believe that, you know what, I need to be self-righteous. Um, I need to strive and make a list of all the things that I am doing to follow Christ. And that will be the representative of my righteousness. No, that's self-righteousness. That's striving. That's thinking that the law or your works are enough to, to save you. And that is not biblical. Christ alone is enough to save you. Christ, period. And so, again, I had to really sit and go, oh, my gosh, like I've got to make a decision. I've got to be bold and I've got to say enough is enough. And so I got to a place where I and I can't say that it was like all noble and like, oh, Lord, I repent. I submit. Finally, I'm free. Uh, I still was scared. <laughs> um, I had a situation where someone 
I was like, yeah, I'm going to need you to stop with this fornication because it can mess you up. And it scared me to the point where I was like, I don't want to mess up my future in that way. Now, again, I, I've, ha- I've been in this for seasons upon seasons. So it's like, really, now is the time where you like, oh, let me get it together. Nonetheless, God will use any and everything to get to you. God, I'm living proof that God is not like, you know what, Marlena, she has committed that sin for the 672nd time and I'm done with her. Like, forget it. Like, just leave her over there. He will pursue you. Um, And so in that space, that's where I started to change. And that's where I started to say, you know what, God, with these outbursts of anger, with this sexual sin, like I'm not, I can't fix it on my own. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to feel guilty. I don't want to feel like I have to hide from you. I don't want to be afraid from afraid of you and afraid that you're going to get me. I want to be able to live peacefully with you. I want to be close to you and I want to do right by you. Um, and that's where God started teaching me. You have to surrender. You have to give it to me. You have to give those emotions to me so that I can help you manage big feelings. Um, as a counselor, it's something that I practice with children, with my own son. Um, and it's something that as a daughter of God, I had to do with my heavenly father. I have to do not this. That ain't past sense. That's an everyday thing, right? Um, it's, it's where I learned that God is like eagerly waiting for me. He was waiting for me to say, I can't do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. Fix me, clean me up. And I was able to get out of that pattern and that season of habitual sin. Um, And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, and life just became amazing. And it was just all hymns and gospel songs. And like, nah, like things got harder in a lot of ways. Like it became more frustrating to deal with some aspects of life because I have been using that sin to block myself from coping with and dealing with other things and now I was putting myself in a position where it was like okay God I'm ready to deal with these things now I'm ready to pull out the ugly the the indifferent the uncertain and really go through it with you and really heal so uh, there was subsequent seasons of consequences Um, now the wages of sin is death that's what the bible says and so one of the reasons that, again, I've been pressed to do this episode is when you are a believer, you have an opportunity to inherit the kingdom of God. And so that basically means that all of the things that Christ has laid out for you in the Bible, so the fruit of the spirit, um, the wealth that you are to inherit, inherit, excuse me, <laughs> the family that you are to inherit, whatever it is that God has for you, according to his word and his plan for your life, that is the kingdom of God that you're inheriting because we are his children. Like Jesus made it so that we are part of the family now, um, once we accept him. And if we choose to submit to his will and to follow him and be obedient then we are inheriting the kingdom of God and we are walking on the earth 
in that kingdom inheritance. So we're living a life where our minds are at peace and we have the peace that passes understanding because we are being obedient to God's will. We are submitted to um, our role as his children, um, where we are living lives where our families, when things come up with them, we are um, taking the authority of Christ and casting out demonic attacks and um, declaring all the healing and the prosperity and the love and the goodness and abundance that God has for us in his word. Um, but when we decide that, you know what, I'm going to be out here and I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, and we start to make things a pattern of sin. What happens is we are forfeiting that inheritance. We are saying, oh, yeah, we're king's kids, but we don't want to live in the castle. We don't want to live by the rules of the kingdom, We uh, by the kingdom of God. We want to live by the rules of our kingdom or the kingdom of darkness. And so, um, again, when you are living and you're exercising patterns of sin, you are saying to yourself, you are saying to the enemy, hey, come attack me. I'm vulnerable. I'm open. Whatever you got, send it my way. And we are saying to ourselves, we're the ruler of our lives. We're the ruler of our hearts and our desire and our will is more important than that of God's. And again, we might not consciously say that, but that's what we're practicing in those situations. And so I want you all to be mindful. Um, if you are somebody who is like, no, I want to live for God, but you have that sin, you have those sins. Um, you know, I just shared two, there are plenty. <laughs> um, but if you have those sins that you're like, I can't shake this, I can't overcome it. This is an opportunity for you to hear a fellow sister in Christ say, I was there and I surrendered to God and let God heal, heal me and fix me. And we overcame. I overcame by the blood of Jesus, not by my works, not my, my, by my church attendance, not by how much I tithe, how often I tithe, how well I tithe, um, not by how well I treated other people, or how well I apologized. Simply by submitting to God and saying, God, your will above my will. That's what allowed me to walk in a season where I was practicing repentance and practicing obedience, uh, radical obedience in some cases, um, and inheriting the kingdom of God here on earth. So again, wanted to hop on here, give y'all this bonus episode. Um, please share this, you know, with folks that need to hear this message. Um, if you have any questions, uh, you know, feel free to email me or start a conversation on here about this subject. And uh, I'll be on here a little bit later in the week with our first episode for this month. So I'm excited and I'll share all the details about the theme in that episode. So, all right, y'all, I hope you're enjoying your day and I will talk to y'all later. Take care.